Howdy, everybody out there. This is Big Beefin'. This is JP, and I am one-third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What's doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than a fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that... It's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. There, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If, Aaron, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> that's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat to drop. So let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> just, just enjoy the show. Hey, boy. Hey. On the Big Beefing Show. Hey, hey. I'm trying to get food. What's going on? Oh, John, you already missed it. Where are they? I can't see all day. What happened? What me and Daniel were saying. But I'm just trying to. I, I just got here. I just got you. Sure. I, I think we're having a breakdown, Shane. <laughs> Five months in, the podcast just goes to shit. Yep. Can you hear? Can you hear everybody, Shane? Yeah, I hear everybody. I only hear you. I only hear you, Shane. Daniel's there. Yeah, I can hear. Is your mic messed up? Nope. Is yours? yours? Okay, I hear you now. There you are. Oh, I think it was because right. we were all trying to talk at once, John. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, now now that's out of the way. Time for another exciting episode of Big Beefing. Yeah, we got off to a great start. Great, great start. Real professionalism right there we got. Daniel, you remember that guy named uh, Chad that lives in Corsicana? Oh, yeah. Walked with kind of a, you know, uh, had a little bit yeah. of a lamp. Yeah, a little bit. You know that guy, John? Yeah, I remember Chad. Good old Chad. So, uh, you know, at the time, I was uh, – I was dating Emily, which I've talked about on the podcast before. She's a fucking psycho. But anyways, I was dating her, and she got to be real good friends with Chad's girlfriend, Savannah. Y'all remember? Y'all know who I'm talking about? Y'all got any clues? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, come to find out, you know, Savannah had a kid 
And, you know, the father was, you know, they do visitation or whatever, but I guess he was still in the picture and, like, things got romantic. But she's dating Chad. Right? What? Yeah. So Chad doesn't know this is going on, but literally everybody else in the fucking store knows because the dude drops this chick off at the store. And, you know, so whenever Chad would be in the break room, we'd be talking, he'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, me and Savannah, blah, blah, blah. And they'd like hug and kiss or whatever. And then they'd go leave. And then people just be like snickering and laughing and shit because we knew what was going on. Well, one day I'm I'm chilling with Emily and she's like, she tells me, she's like, yeah, you know, you know, she's uh, been cheating on him with her, her baby's dad. And I was like, what? And she's like, oh, yeah, big time. She told me about it and how she's having to, you know, balance the two. <laughs> I was like, damn. And she's like, you got to promise me you can't tell anybody. And I was like, well, Chad's my friend. I have to tell him. And she's like, no, you do not tell him. So what do y'all, what do y'all do in that situation? Do y'all tell or do you just keep it to yourself? Let's see. Go ahead, Daniel. I'm going to think about it. I mean, I, I knew him pretty good, so I told him. Oh, I would have told him. Yeah, I would have told him. Like, he's a really, really good friend. It's, it, it's, that, it's that balance, Shane. It was like someone else. Nah, man. Not my fucking business, but whatever. But it was a real, actual, real good friend. Nah, I can't let the slide. Got to do something about it, you know. Bros before hoes, as they say. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Like, like I said, if one of my like, colleagues at work, I don't, I don't spend time with at all, nah, fuck it. None of my business. Not, none of my business at all. But, like, yeah, it was someone I knew for years and I hung up with and shit like that. Like, nah, got guy laid out, you know. Well, here's what happened. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, for some reason, I don't know if just God was like, look at this shit or what. I don't know what it was. But for some reason, Bill Parker wanted me to work with Chad that day to put some TVs on an end cap. And it's never happened before. Like, he never wanted me to go over there and mess with him. He always wanted me to either do my stuff or go to hardware, mix paint, or unload trucks. That's all Bill ever wanted me to do. He didn't want me to do anything else. But for some reason on that day, he said, hey, why don't you go help Chad get those TVs set up on that end cap? So, it's you know, these are tube TVs, so they're a bitch to lift, you know. And, I mean, Chad was a tall guy, but, fuck, man, the TVs are heavy as hell. So we're hauling those TVs around and. I can see Chad's like getting angry. Like he, he's getting, he's getting like pissed for some reason. And I, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, he doesn't really want to talk to me. And you know, how I am my dumb ass. I'm just over there, you know, trying to strike conversation. And I was like, so, uh, what's up, man? You, you doing okay? Uh, seem a little quiet. And he's like, just cut the shit, Shane. Just cut the shit. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, you know what I'm talking about. Is it true? Is it true? And I'm like, man, what, what do you what do you mean? He's like, just tell me if it's true. Stop fucking, don't play games, man. Just tell me. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know what? Fuck it. I don't know this guy that well. You know, who cares what Emily says? So I'm like, yeah, man, uh, it's true. And he's like, oh, that's great. That's fucking great. Everybody knows, huh? And I'm like, yeah, man, pretty much everybody knows. <laughs> so I'm the only one who doesn't know. So y'all are just laughing at me. Everybody's, I'm just a big old laughing stock over here. And he's like, at this point, he's fucking throwing the TVs onto the damn shelf. And I was just like, yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. And as soon as I said that, fucking Emily comes walking around the corner, you know, la di da di da And then he looks at her. He's like, Emily, why did you say something? And she said, what? what, 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 what? And he's like, Shane told me that you need to tell me the truth. And she just turned around. And I shit you not, put her hands on her face, cried, and ran all the way out the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to get out of it. Well, yeah, one, one 
<laughs> well, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I couldn't put my hand over my face and cry and run away. You know, shit. Not do you she got to. I, I still had to work with that bastard. <laughs> wow. On wow. voice. Hold on. What was that, Daniel? Uh, it was my commitment. The show is too tired. Uh, Daniel's cutting in and out. I, I can barely hear you, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, okay. All right. I don't know. What, yeah, I don't know what happened to Daniel's mic. It's just, you'd like, start getting you- Daniel? Yeah, I, I think he joined in twice. Daniel, oh, you, you drop, know what? You, I'm joined you... in twice too. Okay, so somehow he joined me in twice. That's what happened. Oh, okay. that was a big old glitch issue. You want want end it and start back up? Well, hold on, let's see if Daniel. It's still showing two, but it's still showing two for me too. I'm sorry, I'm back but out. Now, back but now, but now it's sounding clear though. Like, oh, happened? I leave mine alone, then. So, anyways, real professionalism again. All right, here we go. <laughs> well, I was telling this story about the whole bros before hoes thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard the story before. I, it's a, it, I feel bad for Chad because he was the only one that didn't know about it. Chad, yeah. was a, Chad was a good guy, though. You know, Chad was actually, you know, a good guy. I, you know, what I told him, yeah, maybe, you know, because like he was a cool guy, he had nobody wrong, you know. Yeah. Well, I fucking told him. <laughs> well, you know oh, well. what, Shane? You told a good reason, you know. Come on. Yeah. You know? I thought I was doing the right thing, but apparently I was not because, you know, we get back to the fucking house and Emily's just pitching me out. And so now she's lost a friend over it, you know, because couldn't keep her mouth shut and had to go tell me, and then I couldn't keep my mouth shut. So it's just like, well, you, you man, you it, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't my fault that she brought us into her web of lies and deception. You know, why the fuck do I got to answer for that shit? You know? Yeah. Now you like one of the things like you know I'm not gonna throw names out there but you know like hey I'm like honey, their problem, not ours. I'm not gonna talk about it because I'm not gonna be with her gossiping. It's not our problem, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, I wonder whatever happened to old Chad. Oh, he often. Uh, he was trying to become a police officer, but other than that, I never heard from him ever again. Let's let's check it. There you go, Shane. That's the thing to do. We got checking on checking on Chad. You know. I, I checked in on him like about uh, 12 years ago. What was he doing? Uh, he just said, hey, man, what's going on? And I, I called him. I still had his number. Somehow I had his fucking number. And uh, he was like, what's going on, bro? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm up here at Arlington trying to go to college. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe come down to Austin sometime. We'll hang out. I was like, definitely. And I never heard from him again. Never talked to him again. So. Yeah. It's just how it is sometimes. Yeah, it's it's crazy how you lose track of people, you know. You never fucking hear from them again. Yeah, it's like uh, John. Remember yeah. H E B knew David, this guy named Josh. But I just lost track of them. Like Josh got married to this one chick. That another guy named David. I never heard from him again. Da- David, just, uh, no, 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 Daniel, Daniel Valdez. I mean Valdez. No, no, no. Uh, uh, David, a different da- David Anderson. Oh, skinny guy. H E B day. They're him and his brother, are real cool guys. Yeah, yeah, you smoked weed with them a lot, didn't you? Not a lot, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but they were they were like they were actually cool guys though, you know. Yeah, uh, Jason, Jason was okay. Yeah. Jason was kind of weird, you know. His little brother was a little weird though. Uh, Jason, uh, Shane, Jason was the car guy. He was 
everything fucking cars. He was Fast and Furious car guy. He knew everything about cars, you know. Yeah, he knew about cars, but he fucked them up. Oh yeah, he, he went bad through. Ass, yeah, went through. I, I I don't know. It it was bad. Well, his thing was to buy junky cars and try to soup them up until they break, then just buy another junky car and soup it up. <laughs> that was his thing. Looking for that one uh one with that that one uh diamond. Oh, Shane. I know uh, this happened to everybody. Do you do y'all ever have that one guy that knows everything about something? Yeah. When it goes down to it, he gets someone like uh, this guy at work. He knows everything about cars, supposedly, but he goes to like um, car shops and to get it fixed. I was like, "You just told me the other day you could do that." He's like, "Oh man, I don't, I don't have the time, man." He's like. <laughs> jargon and shit. I'm like, man, this guy's a, like, you know, like the uh, family guy. I like, you phony. <laughs> you big <Yeah>. fat phony. <laughs> you deal with that shit sometimes, man. They act like they fucking, know. like anytime you come up with a problem, you're like, oh, well, I gotta do this. And they'll come up with a solution. I was like, motherfucker, I wasn't asking for advice. Shit. I'm just telling yeah, you the problem. Is. You don't have to, you don't have to tell me how to do everything, you know. Like, that's God, why I, well, yeah, that's what I do too. You know, like, I can't fix it with fucking YouTube, man. Take it to a professional. Fuck it. <laughs> well, and then sometimes you, you're just like sitting around just chilling, bullshitting, and you'll say something off the cuff like, uh, yeah, you know, the, the numbers were out of control and I just couldn't calculate them. And then you have the smart ass says, well, it's easy. You just take the denominator and divide it by. I was like, well, shut the fuck yeah. up. There's always that one dude. That he, I hate him because they, they have to sound smart in front of people, the, yeah. the show. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I'm, you, I did this. And why you stare at Walmart then? Do, do you remember that one party we went to, Daniel, and Michael was with us, and they were talking, like, political stuff, and Michael just said some wild-ass shit, and the guy that was actually in school learning about politics, he goes, yeah, man, maybe you should um, learn a little bit. Say oh, yeah. <laughs> you should have Straight out, Shane, just told him that. Cause Michael, you know how Michael is. He look up stuff on like online and YouTube, and you know <laughs> online is true. The people don't like do their background checks on it. They just like, oh, you see this ad? It was on Facebook. They they're gonna have a uh, the, the best one was with this one the Obama days. John Mike said that Obama had this guillotine, this giant guillotine. Oh God, man, <laughs> guillotine. <laughs> Team would kill off people, save money. Save money. Apparently, so apparently, Shane Michael thought that Obama was going to be Thanos and kill half the fucking country off. Apparently, <laughs> I'm not even bullshitting. It's not even funny because I'm not bullshitting him. I got this dumbass idea that he heard possibly off fucking Alex Jones or some shit. You know that, that he was going to do that. Yeah, when you when you listen to Alex Jones, man, you're going down a fucking rabbit hole of yeah bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, me and Shane talked about that one day. We were talking about uh, he sounds like a it's like if you gave a homeless person a radio show, and that's that's what it was. He just sounded like belligerent, crazy, saying anything that came top of his head. Yeah, the other day, because uh, uh, I'll follow him on uh, Instagram, and he had this uh, clip where he was standing in front of the White House saying Trump fight off the demons or something like some bullshit. <laughs> And he was speaking through a fucking megaphone. <laughs> well, he he got he got banished. You know, he got banned from Twitter. Facebook. Yeah, he's off of everything. You know, he lost a lot of uh, uh, like sponsors and shit. And, well, it's, yeah. it's not that deal. What can he do? He can't sponsor nobody now because he's not a radio. Oh, they won't. They won't touch him. Any anything he 
anything he has to make money off of, it has to be like his own product, like his own stuff. So yeah. like he's got his own website, he's got his own domain and he can sell stuff off of that, but he can't get advertising. Nobody wife, advertising. wife left him, you know. <laughs> oh, I didn't know his wife left him. Oh yeah, they went through a divorce right now, you know. Just Well, he's fucking crazy. Have you heard the guy? <laughs> Yeah, I, how could you live with that shit? Well, Michael didn't force, but Michael, let me hear cover the the greatest hits of Alex Jones, and they, they were off the wall, batshit crazy stuff. Yeah, the dude's a nutcase, man, but he's fucking entertaining as hell to watch. Like, oh yeah, you start screaming for no reason; he'll just yell at you. He's getting red, yelling yeah. at people. He's like he's like a pro wrestler. He's like you know, he's like fucking Jim Ross and Jerry the King back in the old days, like all rolled into one. <laughs> Michael there's, said, demons. Mike, there's demons in the house and they're they're working with the Chinese. And then they <laughs> <that's just fucking laughs> I'm I remember Michael Michael showed me this picture one time and like Dan was saying it was a, a fucking massive thing and like he showed all these black boxes. I'm like, what's this Michael? Those are the caskets. They fit ten bodies to a casket. They're gonna kill us all, throwing these caskets by ten and they bury us in the ground. Like, what the fuck you been watching, Michael? Yeah, we, we were like, Mike, why would they even waste their time on coffins? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, why, why giant guillotine? Why? Why a giant guillotine? Why? Basic logic. Yeah, fucking giant guillotine just to cut one fucking head off at a time. Why? Well, ridiculous. Well, my thing is, is the pe- people have too much faith in what the government is capable of. I mean, the government's just normal people fucking up every day, you know? I mean, it's not... They're <laughs> not this like crack team of, you know, <laughs> people that never get anything wrong. They, they fuck up all the time, you know? <laughs> they do drugs like us. They do drugs. Yeah. You know? No, the, nobody's perfect. Nobody's above being an idiot, you know? Every, yeah. every yeah. human fucks Look up. Up. They do drugs, sleep with hookers, sleep with mistresses, and or, you know... Uh, side dudes on the side, you know, they, they do no more things like everybody else. <laughs> they keep it secret. Us. What about that dome? We've been in a dome for years, they never told us yet. Yeah, according to the Indian flat earther, who I hope he's still alive. <laughs> you're out there, buddy. Hit us up, man. <laughs> we, we want you back on the show if you're listening, bro. Yeah, well, we just want to know you're okay. You know, first off, are you okay <laughs> over there? Cool. He, he, he was entertaining. That's the, that's the dice you roll when you're in the third world, man. You don't know if you're going to be on week to week. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you know, you might be there one day, gone the next. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> That's that life in India. That's that Indian life. So, uh, so uh, do we do we have any topic Shane for the fans? Anybody say anything? Any, any uh, comments or anything like that? Oh, I'd have to check through my messages. I, I can't remember off the top of my head what they were wanting. Hey, Shane, we asked the, a a younger kind of listener. We were like, oh. "What do you think we should listen? Uh, what, what do you think we should talk about? What should be our topic?" And he's like, "Well." In school, did we talk about drugs, sex? <laughs> what else, John? Vaping. Vaping. And vaping. I was like, I'm good. I was like, <laughs> okay. Well, I can tell you right now, vaping fucking annoys the fuck out of me. So that's one we can cross off the list. Well, I, yeah, I hate that shit too. I, I, was, I, was, I was annoyed of vaping because everyone said it's not real. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not uh, tobacco. It's not tobacco. They were literally. I remember that when people had though. They would literally come up to us. And like, not literally blowing our face, but they did blow it right in front of us. Like, they take a big old puff of it. Like, yeah, I can do this wherever the fuck I want. You know, it's not real tobacco or smoking. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want your vapor coming from your mouth or your nose into my face. I don't want to breathe in what you just, I don't want to see what you're It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt you, sir. 
It's not gonna, it's just uh, smoke. It's not gonna hurt you. I know we share the same air, but I don't want to think of the visual image of sharing your air. Like no, I don't no. want to. It's just strawberry flavored air, sir. It ain't I, gonna hurt you. It's I don't just like. Air. I don't even like strawberries. I don't even like strawberries. <laughs> you know? It's just mixed berries, or I, I don't even like. I don't even like air. I don't even like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even believe air, man. Like, but uh, it's just annoying. It's just. It's just that entitlement, you know. Oh, look at me. Uh, I'm just going to blow this wherever I go. And I, I'm okay for it when people are like trying to quit smoking because I'd rather they do vaping than smoking, to be honest with you. That's just me. I'd rather, I'd rather not deal with the stench of the tobacco and the burning and all that, you know, the vape pen. That's fine. I mean, if we have to choose, if you put a gun up to my head and you say smoke or, or vape, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll go with vape. But still, man, it's fucking annoying. So we got one topic there, like drugs. Well, Daniel, t- t- talk to that young audience about drugs, you know. And then, <laughs> well, well, I, can, I can tell you what I can tell you the bad side of what happens to drugs. Like I can tell you all the bad shit that'll happen to you. I I can tell you about the soft drugs and the hard drugs, which I, I thought they all fell in one category, but you know, apparently there's hard drugs and soft drugs. Apparently, the closest I ever got to like physical drugs, other than like for work related stuff, but like. The closest I ever got to somebody using like real drugs is that time I hung out with the other Chad and Jose. Oh yeah, and and Jose, we would we went to a strip club, and they were doing lines like there in the club, and I was just thinking, hey, you know, I was going to get some beer, have a good time. Well, it was time for me to go back to work. I was on my lunch break, but I hadn't clocked out yet, so like I'm getting paid for this, and uh, which you know it's kind of shady to do, but whatever. And uh, I was, I kept, I kept telling Chaz, like, "Hey, man, I got to go back. I got to go back because I had to fucking swipe my badge, you know, to lunch out for a little bit." And uh, uh, Chad was like, "Well, I'm gonna stay here at the club, so uh, Jose can take you back." You know how Chad had that deep voice. And this is another Chad for all the listeners. I'm talking about a different Chad. Anyways, uh, so Jose says, "Yeah, come on, man, I'll take you back." So I get in the van, I get in Jose's van, and we're driving. And Jose says, "Hey, man, I got to make a stop real quick." That fucker stopped in a drug house. Like, I didn't realize what we were doing because I was drunk. But he stopped in a fucking drug house and got some cocaine, gets back in the van, and he says, hey, man, uh, I got to pick up my kids real quick before I, pick, before I drop you off. And I'm just thinking, fuck. And, like, Jose pours out a little baggie of cocaine, pours it across the steering wheel, and leans over and sniffs, snorts that shit. And I was just thinking, this is it. That's it for me. I'm fucking going to prison. Like, I'm going to prison right now. That's what's about to happen. And, uh, yeah, just high as hell. Shit, man. But the closer I ever got shit, you remember I told you that, I told you that story. I was at that party that turned into a gang party real quick. And I saw people yeah. cutting the cocaine around the table. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I saw cocaine over there looking at me, thinking about shooting me probably. Like, all right, where I die. This is where I die. In a whole in a Hawaiian shirt and shorts. I listened I listened to this guy that was talking about doing LSD, doing acid. And uh he was this old British dude, and they were saying, Well, what did you see when you used it? And he said he saw this color blue that doesn't exist in nature it was so blue like it doesn't you can't physically see it that's what he saw if you can't physically see it how did he see it because he's fucking crazy he was on lsd john <laughs> fucked his mind up he lost his damn mind he said he said that he's never been able to see that again whatever that color was that color of blue he can't describe it it's indescribable but he saw it well all right well you know nothing you know. i can do about that but I I don't get it, man. What's the point? What uh, Daniel? Have you ever talked to any like serious hardcore druggies? I mean, I've seen them, but uh, maybe just. Oh, you mean like potheads or uh, like? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like fucking ketamine and K2 and spice and all that. Shit. 
Oh, spice. Oh, crap. I heard spice fucks you up bad. The bath salts. Have you ever have you ever dealt with that before? I, I, I went we went to a party. We saw this guy whip out a mirror and started doing lines, and we just left. I was like, okay, this party got too crazy. <laughs> I, I heard this uh, story on the radio, about, and there was a police call. And then, uh, this lady called the called the police station. Said there's some there's something on my roof. There's something on my roof. And the uh, they said, well, don't go out there. Well, my husband's got the gun. He's gonna look outside and see what's on our roof. And right when he opened the door, this fucking naked man uh, swooped in their house like a damn chimpanzee. And he was on the bath salt. He he was from the uh, the local carnival that they had there that weekend. And the guy just did bath salt. And he's going around climbing people's roofs, you know. And he finally, like, you know, he got into the house. If I remember correctly, he got into the house. The the the, the guy told him to stop, quit moving around, stop. And he shot him in the leg. And this guy, and uh, the guy, he's so he's so jacked up. He tore up the vacuum bag and started eating the material out of the vacuum bag. Fuck. <laughs> God damn, man. You mean you just got shot in the leg, and now all of a sudden you're I'll, I'll try to find this and yeah, listen to it. But it, they said it was funny. It's, you listen to it; it's, it's scary. But what you what you hear is a fucking guy, and he's eating the, he's eating the vacuum material. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, so. there was a there was a guy on bath salts that came into the office I was working at in Arlington once, and uh, the fucker just sat there in the middle of the floor, like in the middle of the lobby where everybody's coming to check in. He just sat down right in the middle of everybody Indian style. And started making weird noises and shit. Like, and people were freaking out. They're like, man, what's going on with you, man? And he just sit there and stare at him and just make weird noises and did all this crazy shit and was, was pointing. And then he started crying. Like, I've never, in my life, I've never seen somebody cry as hard as this dude was crying. I mean, it was just like, it was unbelievable how hard, like, the tears were flowing out of this grown man's face. So we had to call the cops on him and they hauled his ass off. So if, if, you're, if our younger listeners are wanting to talk about drugs, that's what happens. The dude with handcuffs shows up and uh, puts your arms in those handcuffs and then uh, drags you away. Or you get shot in the leg happens. and you start or, eating. Uh, or you get shot in the leg and you eat fucking a, a bag of, of vacuum, carpet. Yeah, um, yeah, car- yeah, vacuum dirt, yeah, I guess. You vacuum know, yeah. carpet uh, trimmings uh, dirt and shit. So uh, I don't know anybody. I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that was a, a resounding success from – uh, extreme drug use. I, I can't think of anybody. I, I, you know what I was, I was weird saying? Oh, the kids that do the choking. They choke themselves and they pass out to get that rush to their head. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck do you got to do that shit for? But, you know, I guess, I guess no one ever taught them to, not to choke themselves out, you know, I the, guess. When, when Alex Jones was last on uh, Joe Rogan, he wanted Joe Rogan to choke him out uh, for payback for all the things he said about Joe Rogan. So he was sitting there yelling. He's like, choke me out, Joe. Joe, choke me out. Just do it. Just do it. And then Joe's like, no, man, I'm not doing it. And then his friend came in. And so Alex was like, come on, man. Just do it. Just put me in the chokehold. And the guy, he was getting ready to do it. And then Joe was like, come on, guys. You cut the shit out. <laughs> like, sometimes people can get a little crazy with that. People are really rude towards uh, Joe Rogan. He, someone made a comment saying uh, Joe Rogan is the Oprah for men. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say women – women active this or she's like that. I'm just going to say, you know, they were very upset saying, how could you insult Oprah's name with a bunch of retarded stuff they talk about on that show. Oprah did classy things and did uh, give get uh, prizes to homeless people and people on their luck. And here you go, y'all's men, y'all, you know, trying to say this man that smokes weed on his show 
is Oprah, you know. What the fuck Oprah ever did for anybody? Fuck that shit, man. Yeah, they're like, 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 Oprah ain't done shit for me. What's Oprah done for me? (laughs) Dr. Phil, that's the... That's the only thing Oprah's done for me is gave me Dr. Phil. That's the only fucking thing. <laughs> Kiss my ass, that boy. I was like, really? The guy's just, you know, having fun now. How can you say this man is to Oprah? Like, ah, you know, whatever. Leave the guy alone, you know. I mean, uh, but Oprah has a lot going for her. You know, she's one of the richest women in the, in the country. So I give her credit. She's done a lot of hard work and things have paid off and good for her. But fuck, man, let me live. Let me live my life, man. Shit, can I just enjoy a goddamn show? Can I just listen to one? No, because someone, someone's got to ruin it, Shane. Someone's always got to ruin something. I, I don't listen know. to it religiously, but once a week, I'll, I'll listen to a podcast. Now, d- did you um? Did you hear that uh, Judge Judy got a lifetime achievement award? Oh, what'd she get it for? Uh, life uh, her TV show. You know how many? You know what she gets paid a year? You know what she's paid? I know. I don't have a clue. Forty-seven million dollars. Holy shit! For that show. Yep, $47 million. I mean, it can't. Well, okay, how many shows does she do in a week, though? How much does she work? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she, she just knocks them out, you know, it's every day. Like, okay, it's, you know. So she it? probably does, like, maybe 30 shows a day or something like something ridiculous. Some, I, would, I would think something like that, that, if they're not that hard. You know, like, okay, come on, let's, let's get this knocked out, you know. But, yeah. Well, but she's got a, you know, there's arbitration, paperwork. You think she does all the paperwork and everything, or does she just? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she just does the, um. The upfront stuff. I'm pretty sure she does the signing stuff, all the legal stuff, but I'm pretty sure she got a nice little team of people that take care of the other things. Okay, so she's not sitting there pouring over facts and reading stuff. Like she has somebody that researches it for her and says, hey, uh, so this guy says he did this, and here's the evidence, and here's the law, and this is what you need to say. And then she just goes out there and says it. No, I think she. No, I think she knows knows what's the law and everything. I think she's at very well knowledge about what's going to happen, what's going on, because she lets them tell. No, you tell me what happened. You know, she's actually always all about her show. Like, no, you tell me, and I'll come to the conclusion. You know, no one's telling me the facts. You know, you tell me what you think happened. <laughs> well, it's just the the way people act on that show are fucking idiots. Like, first of all, if you're trying to win your case, don't make yourself sound like a fucking shiesty dumbass. You know. <laughs> don't interrupt. Don't say that's not true. That's not true. You know she doesn't like that shit. Oh, she no. wants you just to oh, shut no. up when it's your turn to talk. Then you talk, and when you're done talking, then shut the hell up and let somebody else talk. But every time you watch that show, somebody gets on there and say that's not true. That's not true. And she's like, hold up, you know, let me listen. And like she bitches you out, and it just it's, it ruins it, you know. But I don't, I don't want that guy continue to talk. She said, "You'll talk in a moment. I want to hear what she says." Well, she's he, he's saying he or she's saying are wrong. Okay, but well, I still want to hear it. I like it <laughs> when uh, point. you know I, I like still it when hear the, it. when somebody brings like a uh, a witness with them, and you know she says, "Okay, you have a witness here," and they're like, "Yeah, uh, please approach the bench." This is like, "All right, how are you connected to the case?" Well, I'm friends with so and so. Were you there the day this happened? No, I wasn't. Did you see any of this happen? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, did you hear anything? Were you in the vicinity? Uh, no, I wasn't. Then why the hell are you here? <laughs> You know, like she just chews them out. Yeah, and uh, I there was my favorite Judge Judy was uh, it was at the end of the episode, and you know they do the normal shit where they are talking about the case and they come down and it, it was a dog bite case and I I may have talked about this early in the podcast if I have forgive me we we tell a lot of the same fucking stories I'm sorry but anyways this uh, was about a dog bite and this woman was alleging that this other woman's dog had bit her dog and then she had to pay all these medical bills. 
So they come in and they said, well, ma'am, you know, do you have the dog? And she said, no, the dog passed away. just got old and died. And she's like, okay, do you have any pictures of the incident? She said, no, we didn't take any pictures. He's like, okay, were there any witnesses around? Like, no, nobody really saw it. And he's like, well, case dismissed. You have no evidence. <laughs> and like, that was the end of it. Like right there. I mean, literally. It was like I, two minutes. I've seen thing. shows like that. They, they, they book that both sides have nothing to prove. Like, did any of y'all bring anything? No, dismissed. <laughs> no, none of y'all prepared. You know? Yeah, in a in a um, in a civil case like those, you don't you have a very low standard to proof. So it's it's basically uh, what they call a preponderance of the evidence, and all that means is you just have to have one more convincing argument than the other person. So like, let's say me and you entered into a contract, and I have. You signed the contract, and then we I did something real shitty to you. And then we go, you try to sue me for it, and you say, well, he he, he did this shit, and blah, blah, blah. And then I hold up the contract, and I say, well, look at the contract, Judge. And then I'll win because I have more evidence than you do because it's actually written down. So that's how that works. You just got to have – all you need is just one piece of evidence, and you can win. I remember one shady-ass landlord – he was trying to say, like, why do I got to fix this stuff? He goes, because you're the landlord. It's not my fault it breaks. Why do I got to fix it for? <laughs> like, sir, it gets old. It gets used. It breaks. You got to fix it. Well, I don't think that. I don't think so. I think they need to pay for the damages. Like, you, <laughs> it's like, he doesn't understand that like, like, he's a bad landlord. He just didn't want to pay for nothing. There was, there was one of them where the, uh, it was, it was a situation where a guy was renting out a basement from this person. No, it was the family. This family moved into this person's basement, and they were renting it out. Well, you know, they're, they weren't paying their bills, so they're like, okay, we're going to evict you because you're not paying. Well, they, they claimed squatters' rights, and then shit started breaking down in the basement. And so they're like, well, you know, uh, they, they were taking the landlords to court. They're like suing them because they're not fixing the shit in the basement. And the landlord says, I don't want them in my basement, so I'm not going to fix this stuff because I don't want them here. They're not paying their rent. I want to evict them. And Judge Judy looked at the law and come to find out they they had squatters' rights. So they had the the owner had to fix the shit. <laughs> well, what is squatters' rights? What is that? So basically, uh, because of the way our government, basically the way that our whole system, like you got to think about the Native Americans, right? We showed up, Native Americans are chilling, minding their own business. And we're like, hey, uh, all this land is ours, you know, so fuck off. And natives really couldn't do a whole lot about it. You know, they tried hitting us with some sticks and some, some bows and arrows, but they never really uh, succeeded. So basically the law states that you can adversaries, you can possess land adversarially. What that means is, is that you can claim land is yours. And if nobody says, if nobody disputes your claim, then after a period of time, the land becomes yours. So in a squatter situation, you are claiming that you have a right to be in that house. Like you have a basic legal right to be there and you're claiming it. And if the person can't remove you, um, then you're kind of fucking up the creek. You know, if you're trying to get them out and the, the, ju- you, the sheriff won't back you up. And, you know, the only way you could actually get them out is if you change the doors on the lock, the locks on the doors and move their shit out to the street. But then you might get in trouble for touching their shit. And it's just it's just a fucking mess. You know, it's in states where they allow that. Um, not all states have squatters' rights. Some of them don't. But there's a there's a good example of it. There's this show. I think it was on Amazon Prime, or it might have been on Netflix. Um, what was that Zach Baggins show? Haunted House, Hell House. What was that? 
the uh, well, uh, yeah, but he had a he had a movie. The ghost, oh, the ghost adventure guy. Well, anyways, the ghost adventure guys bought this house. Do y'all know who I'm talking about? The ghost adventures. Do y'all know? Yeah, the big, the big one. muscled up guy that yells a lot and wears big old thick glasses. Anyways, he um he bought this house. It was supposed to be the most haunted house in America, and he buys it because he wanted you know to film his show and shit there. Well, while he was buying the house, there was squatters living in the fucking house. Like the house that he bought, there was people literally living inside there. So he goes in to film one day, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I'm just here to film." They're like, "Oh, well, um, we're staying here." And he's like, "Okay, um, well, I didn't, I didn't really give y'all permission to be here, but I guess that's cool if if y'all are staying here. I mean, it is what it is." <laughs> so, what I'm telling you, John, is if you wanted to, you could go live in somebody's house if you if you did it right. That's, that's, so he so he just didn't do nothing to him. He let him stay there. Uh, yeah, he let him chill. They moved out eventually on their own. They told him they they were just trying to find another place to stay. And that place looked. There's a problem in uh, Detroit right now with everybody leaving the city, and um, so you have this city that's pretty much abandoned and housing that's just vacant. Nobody's living in the houses. So you know, crackheads, drug dealers, all that kind of shit are going up into these houses and staying in there. What in Detroit? Yeah, Detroit. Oh yeah, Detroit's fucking on hard time. The home of RoboCop. Get, get on a well. That's that's why RoboCop. That's why they had to build. That's why they fucking had to build RoboCop. They had, they had to build RoboCop to clean up all the fucking crime. You know, that, that, movie, that movie came true. Say what you will. RoboCop ended up being true. Like they really oh, need yeah, a cyborg yeah. to go in there and clean it up. You know. Um, but yeah, in any case, uh, yeah, Detroit's a bet. You can get on a. John, when you get some free time, go to Google Maps and look at the street view of Detroit. I mean, it's fucking, it's, it's, it's misery. I mean, it's not good. Hmm. Y'all remember that show? Um, what was it? Was it not Pawn Stars, but the other Pawn show? Um, oh, uh, hard, Hardcore Pawn. Yeah. That? So that one took place in Detroit. And I'm not shitting you. Every episode was somebody walking in there screaming. Like, and you just see the lines of people trying to sell these old junky TVs. I mean, the lines got the fucking door. And that just tells you, people, if you're waiting that long to get into a fucking pawn shop, things are bad, you know? And you look at their their uh, storage room, and the, the guy's son was like, we're taking in too many TVs. Nobody's going to buy this stuff, you know? And they're not going to come get it out. And so we're just, we're, we're, we're losing money on this because this is junk. It's just piles and piles of junk. And my dad thinks he's trying to be nice to the community by helping people, but we're trying to run a business. And so uh, him and his dad were at, you know, loggerheads about what to do with those old fucking TVs. Mm-mm-mm. Well, at least, at, least he, at least he was trying to help the community, at least. Yeah, no, he was real big. He said, he, he said on the show, I love Detroit. But you know what, though, man? I think that a lot of that show was staged. Maybe not in the beginning, but later on it beca- did. Because at first, like the first season, and I, mean, I know this is bad for me to say this. I'm sorry if I offend anybody. But this is true, man. Go back and fucking watch Hardcore Pawn. The first season, like, everybody that came in there and screamed was usually a black person. Like, nine times out of ten, it was a black person that would come in there and just fucking, just having a fucking breakdown. And then all of a sudden, in, like, seasons two, three, and four, it started to be more white people started doing it. So it was, like, more balanced. Like, you'd have one black person go crazy, then you'd have a white person go crazy. And then you'd have people that, like, they didn't seem like there'd be any reason for them to be angry. And they would just start shouting for no reason. I think it, a lot of that was staged. I think they staged a lot of it. I do, we do with you our hardcore research and uh, find um, out about that. Most of those shows are, you know, Pawn Stars was staged. 
the uh, the, the the bald guy Rick. Mm-hmm. That show was bullshit. That's not that's they don't really sell and buy that shit. I mean, they really? have some stuff, but it's not to the extent that you see on TV. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a guy. Um, I don't know if y'all remember watching this. There's a show called Toy Hunter. Did y'all ever watch that? Yeah, I haven't seen that one. This this guy that goes around hunting for rare action figures, and uh, he he got he gets one from this guy. He buys it off of him, and so online because you know I'm in a bunch of toy groups, and online this guy's like, "Hey, this is that that's me. I was on that show," and they're like, "Oh, did you really sell this product?" And he's like, "No, it's still sitting on my shelf." And they're like, "But it showed that you sold it on the show." And he's like, "Yeah, it's just TV. It's not real. We just do that for entertainment." So the guy didn't buy shit. He just went in there and made it pretend that he bought it. You know, he pretended that he got a deal because people like to watch deals. Yeah, they want to stay and watch a whole show where the sell just fell through and nothing happened. John, didn't you tell me that? Uh, didn't you? Didn't you say somebody in your family was uh, getting into like buying storage units? Storage. Yeah, my mom, no. my mom did that for a little while. She bought storage units, and it didn't work out because yeah. It all- I was- that phase. It was always it was always garbage. Like it was always just garbage. Like it was always uh, this thing was trash. That's all it was. Always trash. <laughs> always nothing ever good, Shane. Nothing. She never found nothing. a safe full of money or nothing anything like that. Nothing. No a rare nothing. collection of, of baseball cards. Nope. Or anything? Nothing. I think the, I, the, one, I, the one I went to, and she bought all was in there. Shane was a fucking ugly chairs. Not no. <laughs> Not no chairs for your living room or shit. Just some raggedy ass chairs like you got from the high school. You know, just a bunch of ugly ass chairs. So that was a bust. You mean there were school chairs, like fucking desks and shit? No, it was just chairs. Just just chairs in there. Like maybe like twelve, I think I remember. You know, there's so chairs when, in it. When she bought that trailer, did she think or that storage unit, did she think that this was gonna be it? This was this was the big break? Well, it was wasn't like, it wasn't like the TV show. They they sold the unit without you looking in it. They, they didn't open it. They just yeah. said, well, here's this locker right here. Who wants to guess? You know, Roll the dice. Are. Yeah, you know, it's all it was. So Yeah, on the show, they at least, they won't let them go into the unit, but they'll at least let them look. So they can't, they'll open the door, but they can't actually go in. And, like, it's crazy. You'll see those guys who run those resale shops, like, oh, yeah, I see those golf clubs. Those are going to be about 300 bucks. I see a, 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 a painting over there that's going to be about 50. Uh, I see a dresser over there. It's like, God, they, how do you know how much all that shit's worth, you know? It's because they filmed it and they already knew ahead of time. So they had people like that. That's all for show, right? They went in there and they had somebody that's like, hey, how much do you think that you would give me for that? I don't know, maybe $30, $40. Yeah, I like that guy that always said, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> they hate his ass. <laughs> I was like, whenever Sarah's, uh, are you going to do the dishes? Yep. <laughs> you, you really do that shit? <laughs> I, I did when the show was popular. It's kind of irrelevant to do it now. The fucking show hasn't been popular in about three. Then he, then yep. he got the he got the Yelp truck. Yeah, <laughs> you could get a T-shirt that said Yelp. Had his face on there, just smile. Yeah, and a hat. Yeah, you buy all Yelp from him. <laughs> you guys are mad. Making money off that shit, ain't you? <laughs> no, I seen that dude. Like you did not want to get on his bad side. One of their guys, I can't. I think his name was Daryl. It was either Daryl or Dave. One of them gets mad at him, and they're like. They're bickering, and they start the uh, bidding, and they get towards the end of it, and he looks, and he's like, is, is Daryl? Who, who's bidding? Who in that building? They're like, uh, Daryl did. He's like, oh, okay, well, uh, 50, uh, and, uh, 50 over his. And, like, he's just building just to fucking outbid the other guy. Like, he didn't care. And he'll fucking, he'd buy him out, man. He had the most money out of all of them. He'd fucking go in there. If he wanted the unit, he was getting the damn unit. He didn't give a shit. 
That's how that, you do it, man. That's how they got each other's nerves. Yeah, I bought all the good units today. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I got all the good ones. No, you didn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. He rubbed it in their kid. face. He's like, look at my unit. It's way better than yours. It's always better. Like, he's so childish, man. And even, so childish. Even if he didn't get the storage unit, he would be like, yeah, but I made him pay for it. You know, like he had to, he had to outbid me. So even if I didn't get it, I'm still winning because he had to spend more money to get it than I would have. So, and he, he doesn't have I as much resources as I do. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's like dealing with fucking kindergartners. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh, I got the good one. No, you did. I did. <laughs> That's literally what it's like. It's well, and then you had that, you had that old guy, Barry, and he, he just bought lockers just to find weird shit. That's all he wanted to do. He's like, yeah, I just on the show. Cause I, I like weird shit. Like he didn't, he wasn't trying to make money and run a weird shit. Huh? They say weird shit. Yeah, they said I like weird, bizarre items. He didn't say weird shit though. I'm sure at some point somebody said weird shit. <laughs> I'm fucking paraphrasing. God damn, man! They're gonna fucking say everything everybody says. Yeah, well, maybe he doesn't want to be associated with that kind of language. No, they bleep stuff out on that show. I've seen them cuss at each other before. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. How did uh go ahead? Huh? Go ahead. It'd be a cool thing to do if you had the money and the time and the you know nickel and dime profit, but eh, you know. Eh. Y'all know uh, Comic Book Man. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith show. Yeah, they 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 had watched the Storage Wars, and so they thought they were going to get on it. And they went and bought a storage once, and all that was in there is fucking old newspapers, but not like. Valuable newspapers, like newspapers from like three years ago, like just a fucking. <laughs> yeah, they weren't nothing. Yeah, it's just it's, they thought this was going to be their, you know, make big money off this storage locker, and it's like, no, nah, it's just newspapers. And Kevin Smith was just like, well, I guess that's what you get, thinking you're gonna not, not knowing the fuck you're doing buying these damn things. <laughs> <laughs> good job, you bought you bought firewood or a pe- somebody, pe- yeah, pe- somebody sucked their ass good. <laughs> <laughs> But why, why would people abandon if they're, if they're not staged, if they are staged or whatever, but why would someone abandon storage units like that with all their crap? It, like, well, you got to think about it. You got to pay every month. If you don't have it on an auto draft, you know, that's the bill that you got to remember. And if for whatever reason you don't make it by that storage unit in a while, you know, it's game over, man. They, they, they'll sell you shit. Well, we had a theory one time that maybe like it was an elderly person and, and he died. He or she didn't tell the family, and it just went gone, and no one cared. You know, like, oh, did grandma or grandpa have this? That, yeah, they must have sold it or whatever. You know, you yeah, know, that happened. Yeah, but if they, if they, if they're not paying the monthly fee, if like grandma didn't have it on auto draft or whatever, or the bank grandma. stops the payment, and nobody realizes it, they're selling the shit. They're gonna sell it. I wonder. I wonder if that's ever happened. Someone's gone back. To, hey, um, I would like my can you go get the stuff if you don't have the money. Like. Yeah, that's my grandma's stuff. She died. I need that stuff out of there. Nope. Your grandma no. still owes me, uh, you know, <laughs> where, where you can have a case, and I'm not saying that you'll always win, but where you can have a case is if it's something extremely valuable that's in that unit. I mean, we're talking millions. If you got like a $5 million or whatever in there, and they sell it for like 30 bucks, you might have a case in that instance, you know, to say, hey, I, I get, you know, I get what the rules are, and I know I fucked up. But my fuck up is not worth five million. So can I have my shit back? And some some judges would rule in your favor in that case. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I'm, but, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it has happened. We've, we've looked well, hard. I'm pretty sure it has happened. 
I remember reading about this case one time. It was uh, it took place in Miami, and they were building these uh, in Florida, motherfucker. And they were building these uh, they were building these buildings, the sky rises, and they were building it along the beach. So we're talking like multi million dollar buildings. I mean, I think it got up to like eight hundred million in buildings. Well, come to find out, somebody doing the survey fucked up, and they built one of the buildings off this guy's land. And he's like, I want that fucking building off my land. So he took him to court. And like, this is like a $100 million building. And he's telling them he wants it removed. And they're like, we can't fucking remove it. It's too, it's too expensive. We can't do it. And the guy's like, I don't care what you can do. That's my land. And you built on it. And you didn't have permission to do it. So get it off. And uh, they're like, well, you're fucking crazy. We can't. And then the judge went back and looked and he saw, you know, somebody fucked up. Somebody drew the lines wrong. And he was like, look, if we change this for you, we got to change it for the whole fucking co- everybody on the street. It's not just this building that would that would lose all these buildings that have to be torn down because all the lines are fucked up. And so the judges are just like, look, you're not, it's just, you know, you just lose this one. You just lose. I don't know what to tell you. I thought <laughs> you, you, you think you want to cut, you know, like, OK, I want in. I guess I'm a. Hotel owner now, you know, hotel partner owner now. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Maybe you do try to go in and negotiate with them, but if they, if they're not interested in fucking playing ball, I mean, then they, they get their lawyers and you get your lawyers, and now let's just see who comes out on top. And when you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, I mean, fucking money talks, man. <laughs> you know, I, I just came a hotel owner. Yeah, I need, I need a fifty percent of that guys, or whatever. I need a percentage or whatever my, that hotel is on my land. Yeah, you better you better bring the heat. But it's a it's what it's what they call waste. Like the the judges aren't going to rule in something that creates waste. So they just don't want to tear something down just for the sake of fucking tearing it down. You know. Interesting. Oh well, like I said, roll the dice. If you, if you got a good case, Daniel. I'm just listening. <laughs> I did. I did what a yeah. Y'all know what y'all doing? <laughs> I, thought, I thought Dale fell asleep. Like Dale fell asleep, man. He ain't here no more. Getting those Z's. Getting <laughs> those Z's. Oh, so Shane, uh, I told Dale I, I would tell y'all what happened. So we're at the um, the barbecue on um, on Secret Mile, where my mom's house, backyard. So you know, everyone's having fun, and I saw uh, Nessa, my my niece, or she was uh, she was on the phone. Sitting down on the on the on the um, chair, minding her own business, and climbing back, you know, playing on Snapchat or what kids do. She's like, maybe where's Dale? 15, 16? Yeah. So she's minding her own business. I see her. I was like, look at her. I was like, look at her, not doing nothing productive, you know. Like, so I see a football. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So I was gonna throw it at her, but I changed my mind. So I went. I went up to uh, my brother-in-law, Matt. I said, hey, Matt, I bet you won't throw this ball at Nessa. And uh, he just takes that ball, he aims, he throws right on her face. Damn it, John! Why are you doing this shit? Why? Are you, why are you doing that? Just to be, just to be a fucking asshole. So he said he, was, he, said, he said he was aiming for her knees, for her legs. But the, you know, I don't know, wind caught her some bullshit. I don't know, but it smacked her. Right? <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen? Throw, hey, throw this it's ball at her. Of course, like bullshit. It, Sounds. Yeah. Just- here, will, throw, throw this I, okay, ball at her. What do you think he's going to fucking do? He's going to throw it in her goddamn face. Just fucking I claim half responsibility because <laughs> I didn't throw it. He didn't have to throw it, but he chose to throw it. John, you <laughs> called him out. He had to meet your call out. No, he didn't. Not, 
No, I didn't walk, say. If hey, he walked been... away, what would you have done if he said, no, nah, man, I'm not doing that? Okay, You'd say, hey, I, I would let it go. Quit being a wussy. Come on. No, man, no you would do it. You would have instigated. You would have instigated. You know. You wanted that. You somebody was throwing that fucking ball. It was going to be you or him, and you rather it would be him, so that way you don't get full responsibility. That's man, Shane, I hope you don't ever go to fucking trial court because you're going to take a fucking innocent man and he's going to go to prison for his life. John's not innocent. John's fucking guilty. Half, half guilty. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, John. I think it's seventy five percent guilty. No. What are you considered that Shane like coercing? He gave in the peer pressure. It was Ooh, also conspiracy. You know. It was conspiracy. John's fucking conspiracy to commit assault. That's a that's a saying with me. Hey Aaron, I bet you won't jump off this bridge. Oh, watch me do it. But that that that's Aaron putting his own safety at risk. But if you told Aaron, hey, Aaron, I bet you want to go punch that old lady in the face. He <laughs> goes over there and go, Fuck you, John. I'm going to flip you off while I'm doing it, too. <laughs> oh, man. You so, watch Aaron go over there and lay an old lady out. So, bam. Man. I need her quitter. So, what we saw, though, <laughs> was in shock. So, she got into shock. She went, pap, it hit her face. She was in shock. And all of a sudden, we are like, oh, she's okay. She's okay. And then here comes the tears. <laughs> Well, did you feel good about this, John? Did it make you feel cheerful inside? No. no. Oh, so you actually do have a conscience. He ran back inside the house. This happened outside. He ran inside the house. <laughs> I didn't run inside the house. Yep. He ran, 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 ran like you, got fuck out of there. you tell this kid to hit this girl in the face. He does it, and then you just fucking leave. <laughs> Cover, man. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I like, and then this I, shit. <laughs> we, we, looked, we looked at Matt, and we're like, Matt, why would you do that for Matt? Matt, what are you doing? I just walked away. <laughs> you told him to do it. You're the little devil sitting on his right shoulder, saying, "Throw the ball." But you know what? Though the funny part was, he didn't rep me out. <laughs> he divorced fucking. <laughs> He didn't That's tell her funny. that you told him to do it. Dude, you're a bobber. Why wouldn't you take it upon yourself, John, to explain, hey, I told him to throw the ball. I didn't know he was going to throw it at your face. Why couldn't you say something like that? Nah, say everybody. Hell no. No, because, no. John because. had a convenient way to get out of it. And that's Daniel, exactly what he did. You, Daniel, everybody. the next time you're with your family, Daniel, pull up this podcast, go to 50 minutes in, and play this shit. You know play what? Play, right play right in front of everybody. Stops. We're there. With Man, John in the front. Everybody started yelling at Matt. Matt, what are you doing? Matt, you you know why? Matt what's wrong with you? Yeah, Matt. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> John, John feels no guilt. John's conscience is clear. He's totally clear. He's half like, clear. Hey. Half clear. Half clear. You just, just feel a little bit bad watching the girls in there crying. Like, the what? You didn't feel bad watching the girls. What? She's fine. There was no blood. You know, it's a slight bruising. You know, that was it. Everybody was so concerned. Even uh, our, our little granny, she ran inside to go get some like ice and stuff for a little girl because her face was swollen. You made that oh, grandma. Oh, come on, man. Old people do that. Barely, <laughs> barely, barely swollen. Barely. Barely swollen. Don't, don't you remember the cold? What, what did you say, girl? Daniel? What did you say when it happened? I didn't see it. John ran inside. Who does? What about after? What did you tell him after it happened? I I, I, didn't, I I was just like, where is she? And I finally saw her. She got like a. She wasn't bad, but she was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> because 
John. I don't know. Why, why, why you got to do that kind of stuff, John? I don't get it, man. What's the point? I, I you just, need, I you just, need entertainment? Were you bored? Were you no. I, I just want to wake her up, you know? Like, you don't throw a ball in her fucking face to wake her up. <laughs> I didn't, it, was, I didn't, it was the exact necessary response. I didn't throw nothing. JP did not throw nothing. Oh, God damn <laughs> I had nothing, nothing left in my hands. You're you know, the fuck. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> you know, Eve may have been the one that bit the apple, but it's the fucking devil that told her to do it. You know? <laughs> What's that fucking make you? <laughs> you know. Okay. Where do you Where do okay. you fall in the scheme of things? Okay, I can't argue with that argument right there. I'm Damn, man, John, change us compared you to the fucking devil. <laughs> <laughs> Is he not though? Is he not? I mean, I'm just trying to picture it. Somebody like it's like if if you know our, our niece or nephew's just sitting there on the bench minding their own business, and then I go up to Aaron, I say, Aaron, throw this ball at their face. And Aaron Aaron's like, gonna do it. Oh Aaron's no 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 no! no. See, I'm already gonna be thinking that. Yeah, Aaron's <laughs> gonna throw the ball without me asking, so that's on him. But I don't know, man. It just seemed the uh, this stuff's not a cool oh, thing to do. Scary. If it had been a boy, I would have been like, okay, all bets are off. You know, that's just boys being boys. But John, this is your niece. I mean, this is a, it's a fifteen-year-old chick, and you want to throw a ball at her? I don't know. Existential issues going on over here that he hadn't really considered. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I thought before. I, you know why John brought it up, right? Because he knew I was going to bring it up. Is it just a job? <laughs> so John, in the, in the stance to try to make himself look better. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you voluntarily because I know if I don't. <laughs> Let me tell you my side of the story first. The audience got to you. It just got to you. All I can say is that, you know, we all make mistakes, but damn, John, that's a fucking mistake. <laughs> well, I didn't, I, I, I didn't know he was going to throw it at her face. You know, I said hit her in the legs. What, 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 what's the chances? I mean, there's only so much uh, body you can throw at. Something's going to get hit, and yeah. there's a good chance of the face. It's, you know, 50, it's 50, little 50 50 shot there, you know, that he was going to throw it correctly. Well, what was the football? Yes. Oh, thank God it was a football, not like a fucking baseball that she got pegged in the head with or something. Yeah, that would have been bad. Shane knows yeah. about that. Shane knows about that. He knows about hitting kids with a baseball bat. Yeah, I did hit a kid with a baseball bat once. God damn. Yeah, we were um, <laughs> we were playing we were playing baseball in the driveway at my friend uh, Robert's house. And, uh, you know, back in those days when we were little kids, man, fucking baseball was competitive as shit. I mean, everything was fucking baseball. And uh, his little brother, David, little chubby little brother, uh, David Lasser, the one that took Aaron to the strip club where uh, Tina Welch fucked my brother. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> David comes running by, and I didn't see him. And like, John, I'm swinging back full force to knock this ball, and the bat comes all the way around and hits him right in his gut. And he, he bends over in pain, and he's just screaming, crying. So I did what John did in his situation. I just dropped the bat, and I quickly walked away and went straight home. <laughs> I didn't offer to help him. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go inside. I just got the fuck out of there. I watched him double over in pain and lay on the concrete, and I just fucking left. I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't want to be involved in this shit, so I'm leaving. Oh, okay. So what did happen later on? His mom bitched me out. I can, you know, told my mom about it. My mom grabbed me, and I, I couldn't go over there for about two weeks. And that was about it. 
After did that did you apologize, though, afterwards? Yeah, so sorry, bud. I didn't mean to hit you. He's, you know, he's got ADHD, so he didn't fucking care. Okay. Well, I didn't apologize. <laughs> I didn't apologize. <laughs> No. Oh god! You, you didn't apologize, John. You did not. No, because it was only half my fault. Could you yeah. say? I'm no, no, John. Come on, dude. Come on, <laughs> it's like the whole tipping shit. You don't want to fucking tip. You don't want to fucking apologize. See, see, John, this is this is what John wants. John wants to have his cake and eat it too. He wants everything. He wants. He doesn't want. He, John wants to be the blade of this situation. He wants all the streaks of a vampire, but none of the weaknesses. <laughs> I want to share anything. John, John is the blade of practical jokes. He's like, I, I don't want any of the weaknesses. I want all the strengths. <laughs> That's John. Fucking brutal, man. Brutal world. The nope. powers. <laughs> Crazy boy. One little mistake. One, one little mistake. So. I wouldn't have caught a little, but whatever. But, no, she's fine. Like, I, I bet the bruise not even there no more. You know, it was so. What, did, had things like slowed down? Was the party just not happening? Or, or I mean, was it just people looking at their phones or something? Or? Just the two trying to dissect this. Trying to dissect this. You don't need to dissect it. Yeah. It, it was just the party was getting going. I saw her. I saw a ball. I picked it up. Handed it to Matt. I, I told him what to do. <laughs> Crazy, What's wrong with playing a game of dominoes or something? Or just fucking playing some cards? So in John's mind that there was one mission, there was one goal that needed to be achieved, and that was that girl getting popped in the face. John, John where did you want her to get hit? Where did you the want leg, her to get hit? The leg, the feet. Getting hit in the leg I mean, would getting, getting hit in the leg give you the same level of satisfaction as getting popped in the face? Yeah, because she would have been hurt, you know. It would have been a mild annoyance at best. Like, hey, y'all cut it out. And then that's just going to make you throw it again, and now you're really going to hit her in the fucking face. Well, there's a possibility, but, you know, the point is, I just wanted to start her. Like, I got her just playing on her phone. She doesn't want to do nothing. I just want to throw this ball at her. (laughs) I don't don't get it, man. I don't get where the reasoning comes in at. I'm I'm lost. There was no reason, Shay. That's like you're, you're the Joker. You're you're like Blade and the Joker. You just burn shit just to fucking burn. He's just supposed to watch the world burn. So he so he wants to see the world burn. This job. Everybody's having too much fun. Let's we gotta knock this down a notch. Oh, the up anyway. So if you want to kill it, we want to make it serious real fast. Mm-mm-mm. Damn it, boy. So. Damn it, boy. Well, <laughs> we've hit our hour mark, boys. Yay! We made it to the end. All right. So now it's time to sing the song. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> the, 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 so, the so long a goodbye song? Uh, no, I don't really have a song. Okay, good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know that damn song. <laughs> no, you got to fucking join in and sing. <laughs> I ain't doing that, none of that. <laughs> I'll log off before it happens. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just saying, singing the song. Goodbye. Gus? Right. What the fuck? Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, Big Beefin. We're on Twitter at Big Beefin. 
please don't uh, please be safe this summer when you're having parties. Uh, don't let your crazy uncles throw balls at people, or don't don't listen to them if they tell you to do that. Peer pressure. It's all peer pressure. But, good night, everybody. But, all right. Good night, sir. Good night, Sam. Bye, boy. Bye.